Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Wait, Hello? where are you? I can't really okay, hear I'll... you. Um, can you hear me, though? Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, oh wait. I can hear you. Boom. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> had my wrong headphones in. Oh, nice one. <laughs> I was like, I hear his voice somewhere. It's not in my ear. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so should we should we try it again, or should should we just <laughs> start the podcast right now? I think you could. Let's not go again. All right. Let's not do that again. No. Okay. We'll just be authentic as fuck. Yeah. So welcome. <laughs> Welcome to what I love about men. So, so Chris, you've been. Where are you? Uh, in, in Mexico. I know you're in Mexico. Are you like walking <laughs> the streets right now? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm on the street. That's why I paused. I was like, "Did you want to know the country? Like, where? Yeah, no, I'm on the street." <laughs> okay. Well, at least there's no bells. I was just watching your YouTube video with that <laughs> that bell, just like that, just cut uh... it into your whole video. Yeah, that, that dude so walked funny. up the street every day in Mexico City ringing a fucking bell. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Just uh, kind of the city oh is God. so loud, man. It is. It is. Okay, so I'm going to start and just give you the quick introduction as far as what I know. I know you are a leading coach. Well, you were in Melbourne, Australia. Now you're in Mexico traveling around. Mm-hmm. But um, but you've been a coach since, two, since 2008 for men, right? And, um, yeah. And you've been on on different shows, like different news outlets, right? You wrote for some uh, for for some bloggers and and stuff like that. Um, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. So, so what makes you? I want to start off with like what makes you different from the typical pickup artists? Because I know that most men coaches tend to steer towards pickup artistry. So, what makes you yeah, sure. not not a pickup artist? Um, I think a few reasons, but the first one that comes to mind is that I was doing it before the whole pickup artist thing really took off. So I got started in this in 2004. And then of course the, um, the game by Neil Strauss came out in 2005 and that's when everyone started wearing fluffy hats and fucking weird shit into bars. Um, (laughs) so I just never, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of people think I have this very like moral approach to dating and I go about things the right way and blah 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 but it's not that at all it's just I just don't think any of the weird shit's necessary so (laughs) like you know like what weird shit just weird shit like you know I I was doing all right back in 2004 2005 wandering wandering around bars just like hey how's your night what are you drinking that looks weird what's your name you know like yeah I was going okay with that just like simple shit yeah because like guys forget that girls generally want the So they think like they think they have to undertake this massive facade to convince the girl to like them. It's like, dude, she fucking likes you or she doesn't like telling you about, you know, telling her about a goddamn horoscope ain't going to change shit. So (laughs) it just, yeah. So I guess that's probably the main way. Yeah. So it's just like being real and upfront and just human instead of trying to go about it a certain way. Yeah, because I think, like, look, if you, if you get the perfect, quote, pickup line and you walk around a bar and you say that to 20, 30 girls, okay, you're going to get 
a certain number of good responses. But then also if you just walk around that same bar going, hey, how are you? What's your name? Like you're going to get the same, if not more, res- positive responses, you know? So again, it's mm-hmm. just, I'm just doing what I think you have to do without, like I don't have the mental capacity to remember a bunch of weird shit to go out and meet <laughs> girls. And I don't think many of my clients really want dating to be like some chess game. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And would you say that, in your eyes, weren't women aren't that confusing? Like, it doesn't have to be a chess game? I, th- I think they're only confusing because much like anything else, if we're not ever taught about it, then it's going to be confusing because we don't understand. I don't, I don't think mm. men or women are particularly difficult to understand. My girlfriend thinks I'm particularly difficult to understand, but I'm <laughs> fucking the head. Um, you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I love don't... you. <laughs> I only think it's complicated because we're not really shown any of this stuff. You know, we hit kind of 18, 19 or whatever and just like, all right, have at it, have fun. You know, we're not really taught anything except for maybe what tradition and movies and maybe our mother says, you know, just be a nice guy, go out there, be respectful, be, you know, and it's, it's not practical. It doesn't help. So, no, I don't think it's yeah. as confusing as we think. Yeah. I know. I think like, I think that stops a lot of guys too, because right away they have this, they have this mindset of oh, women are, women are different. I mean, obviously we're, yeah, we're very different and they're like, you know, it's just about understanding us. Like it's not that you just got to put in some work. And I think a lot of guys don't want to put in the work because, oh yeah, because it, it does take work. You can't just all of a sudden have magic words that you say to her and she, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, and if you're new at this, you've got a lot of work. I've been doing this shit, like I said, since 2004. That's 14 years, and I'm still cocking up things all the time, saying dumb shit, like just kind of looking and just going, what the hell was that, you know? So if if someone's starting out, you know, I'm 14 years ahead of most guys, and even I'm still confused a lot of the time. So, I mean, like, I just, I don't don't buy anyone who says kind of like, they've got it all figured out and you know i think that's the beauty of dating right which i don't think we'll ever understand each other a hundred percent i don't think you'd want to that's what makes it fun and interesting and sometimes frustrating you know yeah yeah and i think instead of looking at as looking at it as a game that's difficult think of it as a game that's fun right because you're constantly trying to figure someone out and if you weren't it would be boring it would be boring yeah um so i want to talk about one of your youtube videos on jealousy and um yeah i thought that was really good i really liked it the most recent one oh thank you and and i loved what you said how your emotions are the language your subconscious mind is talking to you in i like that i said that and in my head i went that was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) yeah shit that's a winner oh that was good i'm gonna put that on a meme (laughs) gonna make a meme Yeah. yeah but but yeah can you talk about that more uh like in terms sure. of, in terms of like separating the emotion. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think it just takes a real strong conscious effort to apply logic to some really strong emotions. And I really think jealousy is up there with one of the strongest emotions. Um, you know, jealousy, hatred, love. The, mm-hmm. I think these, these emotions are, you know, tier one emotions. And unless you apply logic to them, it doesn't, you know, whether it be jealousy or even love, you know, you can be in love with someone, but if you're not applying logic to it, going, this person is a nightmare for me, and you just go with love rather than like taking a second to think logically, 
you're going to end up in a shitload of trouble. And I think jealousy is the same sort of thing, you know, like it, jealousy can be so consuming. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. a strong motherfucker and I get jealous over dumb shit, but like I have the ability to step aside and like apply logic to it, you know, and I think a lot of people just get caught up in the emotion of it and then they act before they do that. And then oftentimes things are, you know, fucked beyond repair. Yeah. Can you give an example of applying logic to it when you're stuck in that emotion, maybe? Uh, sure. Well, I mean, one that I think I mentioned in the video was one that I see all the time, which is where guys will get insanely jealous of a, another guy talking to their girlfriend in a bar or something. Like, got, you know, they'll be in mm-hmm. the bar and they'll come back from the bar and some guy will be talking to their girlfriend. And I see this all the time. I used to see this weekend after weekend after weekend. Um, and it's just dumb because I think... Look, <laughs> there, there are two circumstances there. Either the girl, like if the girl is doing something, floating back, whatever, and you're right there, okay, maybe something to discuss or whatever. But 99% of the time, from what I saw, the girl was just being nice and friendly and polite, which most girls are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the guy just lets shit fly, you know. I, and I think most guys feel that. Um, but I think, like, you can just take a moment to, uh, to apply some logic to it. You're, you're not going to get yourself into too much trouble. Sorry, I'm panting. It's hot as fuck. <laughs> climbing a mountain. <laughs> Mate, I'm trying to find some water and it feels like I'm, dry, I'm climbing a goddamn mountain. How the fuck do people wear jeans everywhere? They're insane. <laughs> they do. They wear sweaters too. Oh, it's They're ridiculous. always in long sleeves. <laughs> I'm walking around in shorts, Converse, and no shirt. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, but that's like, yeah, that's really good. When you think of, when you think of jealousy though, does that come from a place of insecurity? Would you say all the time or is it, can it be multiple things? No, when I definitely guys don't. get that jealous. I think when they get insanely jealous, absolutely. It's, I wouldn't say insecurity. I would say unresolved past trauma, but mm. I don't think jealous. And that's the, that's the problem that I think a lot of people have. They mistake jealousy for all. Uh, an insecurity and it's just not I just don't I believe jealousy is completely natural like I believe if you went into mm. the dark realms of the you know Amazon or something and you talk to the wrong girl you're going to get smashed in the head with a rock like I think it's mm. completely natural so that's kind of there are I feel like in your video you're like cats get fucking jealous <laughs> yeah definitely cats like, like animals <laughs> yeah that's true oh. I found some water, total jackpot. Oh, good. Yeah, that's, um, I just think there has to be, (laughs) it's so loud. Can you hear me? No, what is it? Can you, wait, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. We might have to redo this just because it gets super loud at points. (laughs) Oh, with me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm like running my place. I can go back inside. Hold on. Oh, you can? No? Okay. No, sorry. Yeah, give me one sec. I'll walk. I'm on the main road. I had to come and find water here. So we're all good. We're all good. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're Fuck traveling it. for like I'm, I'm not even waiting for my change. That woman has no idea what's going on. <laughs> You're so funny. Right. So quick... Quick. Are you inside? Uh, tell you what, I'm in someone's garage. How's that? Okay, that's good. 
Yep, I'm good. Oh, you're good? Okay. Yep. You're in a random person's garage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Normal. Okay. Let's talk about when you can't, when you can't live without someone. Like, you know, when a lot of people have, a lot of people say like, oh, I can't, I can't live without them. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you think, what do you recommend for people who feel that way? Stop watching so many fucking movies. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't think that's healthy. Like, and like I am, uh, one of my really good friends actually used to call me a romantic realist. You know, she's like, you definitely have this weird romantic streak, but also, you know, you're very much a realist. And I think that applies to that. Like I love the idea of being incredibly in love with someone and them inspiring you and, you know, propelling each other forward in life. But I don't, yeah. And breakups suck, man. Like I've gone through some breakups and they fucking suck, but Mm -hmm. you know, not being able to live without someone. I I don't think that's love. I think that is something Mm. else. What do you think it is? Like they're trying to fulfill something in you or you want someone else to fulfill something in need that you won't give yourself or. Yeah. Um, Look, I, I want to say it's insecurity, but that's such a cliche term um, mm. that I think a lot of people will hear that and just tune out. Um, what is? Look, I mean, look, unresolved stuff from the past. Uh, from the past, the way you were raised by your parents. Maybe it took like one little trauma as a child. See, the thing is that I, I think a lot about is when you're a kid um, and you go through these like really emotional circumstances. Um, because you're a kid, your, your understanding of the world is so small. Your world itself is so small that by comparison, this, this little bit of emotion is so strong. Whereas I think the issue that a lot of people have is when you grow up, you look back on a lot of the things you experienced as a kid and you're like, that wouldn't have affected Mm -hmm. me. That was so little, but you're forgetting what it felt like when you were eight years old, you know, because you're now 28 or 38. Um, so it could be that. I, I really don't know. Like, you know, if, if Freud and the great psychologists of the world can't figure it out, what hope do I have? But I also think like... <laughs> you can do it. No, I'm trying. I also think, though, that you don't have to. Like, I don't think it's necessary to have all your things resolved. And Because I, I actually really think, maybe this is a bit nihilistic, but I don't think a lot of this stuff can be resolved. I think a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff is so deep and so ingrained into you that it's who you are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's important to have an understanding of where it may or may not have come from. Um, and I don't think a lot of people want to delve into that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's scary. It's like they don't want to face that past childhood trauma again, even though yeah, you have to confront it in order to oh, move on. A hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, can <laughs> Chris? I think we need to redo it in a quiet place. All right, but I'm home now. <laughs> there's like cars zooming by, and I'm like, oh god. This is... <laughs> okay, ready. It should be. It should be quiet now. There we go. Sorry for people. Go in this... like a closet. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm just. Doing the lock of my... How fucking professional were we? <laughs> Even that lock is like... So really? 
right. Climb a couple stairs and I'm home. It should be pretty quiet now, though. Okay. So you can No, fuck it. Leave all this. I was going to say edit it out, but fuck it. Should I not edit it out? No. Nah. Well, I can't. I'm using Anchor, so we oh, would have okay. to start all over. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what else have you got for me? Should we start over? Should we keep going? I reckon keep going, but it's your podcast. What do you think? My votes keep going. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going inside. Ready. You're what? <laughs> Ready. This is the last. <laughs> this is the last of the sounds. Oh my god. There you go. Listen to that silence. You there? Are you in the closet yet? No, man, I'm at home. I'm in my apartment. <laughs> now it's too echoey. Oh, Jesus. Hold on, let me open the door. You need to go in like a tiny room. A tiny like room. A, like a little room with like a rug in it, hopefully. A rug? What's a rug going to do? Absorb the sound. Is that what rugs do? Yes. Okay. Their main per their main purpose. <laughs> I wasn't aware. Go to Turkey, the whole country's quiet. <laughs> you wouldn't survive there. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> True. Alright, you good, Tiger. I'm good? Yep. Okay. Okay, so let's let's go with um I want, to talk, I want to talk about your approach mechanisms because you have that really good video on, on YouTube where you're out and about with your clients at a bar and okay. you're approaching, approaching women and recording it with their faces blurred. And yep. you just seem to have such a really natural way of approaching. And I wanted to hear like, if you have any tips for men who have trouble approaching women from, uh, yeah, sure. from the very start. Well, I think the first thing off the bat is, is it's going to take you way longer than what you think. Like the amount of guys that I meet who will get inspired by a video or a book or something, and then they'll rush out and try this once, and then they'll just go, fuck that. Like that hurts. That's mm -hmm. hard. Oh, my God. So I think step one would be just committing, you know, at least several months to this. I would say at least six months. Um, so I don't, I don't think your first steps in learning to approach – are approaching. I don't think it's anything to do with the approaching. I think it's like making that mental commitment to yourself to undertaking a path uh, of growth and learning. I think step two is finding guys that are interested in this as well. Um, just because mm. I think, you know, it can be done on your own. I, I did this for a couple of years on my own before I even found anyone else interested in it. But I, it took me hell of a lot longer than, than it would have. Um, and there are some really cool guys interested in this stuff. Like not everyone interested in this is like a total loser or, you know, completely weird. Um, a lot of guys. Like interested you know, in what specifically? Just going out, uh, going out to meet girls, to improve themselves with women, to become mm. more social. Like, because it's seen as a very weird concept. Do you yeah. Know? So like, and a weak, and a weak concept. And it's yeah. not. Yeah, man. I've coached millionaires and like pilots and actors, like you name it, I've coached it. So, these guys aren't losers. They're not, they're not like yeah. even lacking confidence. Again, it just goes back to what I mentioned at the start 
of our chat, we're not taught any of this. So how are we to know, you know, Mm -hmm. you can be like, I coach many, many confident guys, the guys that run companies and like, obviously very self-sufficient, confident guys, but you get them in a bar or on the street and you're like, Hey, let's go talk to her. And you can see them completely freeze up. So I think it's just like a situational confidence thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they're Um, confident in one area of their lives, but they haven't worked enough on that area to become confident yet. Exactly. It takes work. Exactly. Like you're saying it takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice and like learn, you have the internet, like, yeah, you're going to read a bunch of weird shit and a bunch of shit that doesn't apply to you. Like, I think it just goes back again to too many guys want this resolved in a week. You know, they yeah. want to, they just want to get out there and they just want to be fixed and get their perfect girlfriend. And they go, you know, go back hiding in their room, uh, you know, with a, for a week or two. And it's just, mm-hmm. even if it did work out like that, I don't think that's the best way for you. Like most guys that I meet who want a girlfriend in my head, I'm thinking, dude, the, fucking worst thing for you right now would be a girlfriend because it ain't going to end well or you're going to attract some psycho or a loser like you tend to attract what you are so if you're Mm -hmm. at the bottom rungs of society with no confidence and no fucking self-esteem like what are you going to attract so i think a lot a lot of those guys just need to go right i need to get a lot of stuff sorted meeting women is one of a number of things yeah i love that because that's like so that's so how I coach in my in my way it's like okay well if you're not where you want to be and you're not the man you want to be then why are you going to like how are you going to attract this amazing woman if you're like sitting on your ass doing nothing feeling sorry for yourself like are you going to attract some confident successful woman who you know loves who she is and is going places in life if you're just sitting there you're not (laughs) so it's like you got to work on your own shit like take care of your own shit and realize that it takes patience it takes consistency and it takes some failure in order to learn and to grow and get better takes a lot of failure (laughs) and more so it takes very personal failure like you can go to work and fail there yeah, fine. But that's not personal. You know, you can go to mm. learn a sport or an instrument and you can fail there. It's not personal when you're at approaching women and they're telling you to fuck, which so very few women do, or they're just ignoring you or whatever. That's very personal. And that stirs up a lot of emotion in guys. Um, what makes it that much personal? Uh, because it cuts to the core of who we really are. And I think we're kind of mm. biologically wired for social approval. Um, that's why you should never believe anyone who says they don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like, I don't yeah, buy it, buddy. We all do. <laughs> we all do. We, we all do, like, to varying degrees. Um, if that degree is very high, I think it's problematic. Um, mm. But, yeah, everyone. So I, I think that's why it can be so personal, and especially, like, because it takes so much emotion to go and approach an attractive girl in a supermarket or in a bar or something like that. So it can be a massive buildup for a big letdown and it's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Did you get nervous? Like, did you used to really get nervous? Like your chest pounding and like, Oh mate, I, my first day approach ever, I lapped the supermarket 12 times. I saw that I was like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking approach a girl through the day. I'd never done it before. I was 26 or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I walked around and around and around and around, kept looking at her. I uh, eventually went in and just said, excuse me, like, would this be really weird if I just gave you a compliment in the supermarket? And no shit, she said to me, no, it wouldn't be weird at all. It'd only be weird if you'd followed me around for a while. And I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, that's fucking exactly what I've done. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. That's exactly what I've been doing. Um, 
But, but I won't tell you that. No, I'm not telling. I just ran off. I was like, <laughs> like a dress by. Yeah, it's good. Enjoy your kiwi fruits. <laughs> that's that's something I actually gave as a tip to a couple of my clients. Was like, if if you make the approach situational, it's not as creepy. Like if you just walk up to her and like and say, oh, you're you look beautiful, then it's like, okay, like now what? Yeah. You know. But if you it have can... like. If you're in the supermarket, I say, like, pick out something in her cart really fast and make comment on it or, like, comment about something on the shelf or at least you'll both have something in common and it's not you directly hitting on her where she yeah, might feel sure. threatened. I also think an issue with more direct style approaching, um, and this is probably going to piss off a lot of people, but it's, you know, the truth from my understanding of the truth, um, mm-hmm. is that that more direct style of approaching uh, varies or is influenced a lot by your own social standing and I do see, again, it's going to piss off a lot of people, but I do see a lot of guys who are out there and they don't really have um, themselves sorted out. You know, maybe they do kind of dress pretty shit and maybe they have to work on their appearance and their confidence and their personality. And they're out there approaching the stunner on the street with, hey, you're really beautiful. I become so high. And that's great because mm-hmm. you didn't approach. But why is that girl going to fucking want to date you? Like, so yeah. I think, you know, while you are getting there, situational approaches can be really great as well yeah yeah but it's just taking a look in the mirror right and being like okay where am i for sure and like every guy but as a man as a person definitely and i always say to men like this is where i might piss off the women but i always say to men like you're so lucky to be a guy because like i think appearance is important for women but I, i i don't know if it's number one or even number two do you know like i think I think yeah, for no, more young, yeah, I think for younger women it can be. You get a girl who's 20, she's going to be like, oh, my God, the hot guy. But any girl <laughs> over maybe like 24, 25, that's going to change. Like, oh, my lot. God, the smart guy who makes me feel really good mentally. <laughs> yeah. How many times do you hear your female friends going, until he opened his mouth? Like, I hear my female friends say this all the time. Like, so mm. hot, but fucking so dumb. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually very, that's very true. Like men are more physically driven. So like for a man, and I find this interesting, I found out recently is like men will not go on a date with a woman. Tell me if I'm wrong. Will not go on a date with a woman who they don't find at all physically attractive. Right? Yeah. Not unless you you're wouldn't. a friend, but even then probably not. No, like um, to date. Like, because women will go out with a guy we're not physically attracted to just to yeah. give him a shot. But, like, I, from all the men who've, who've given me feedback on this, they're like, no, I wouldn't. Why would you go out on a date with someone you're not even physically attracted yeah, to at all? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's funny. But women will because we're more, like, mentally driven and men are more physically. Yeah, and for sure. Makes total sense. Nice. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think um what do you think is the is the first thing guys need to to work on really like what do you think is the main thing they should if it's time to get their shit together does it just depend on them or is there one thing that mm, yeah I think with? it's I think it's so varied you know like what don't you like about yourself I always think that's a good place to start you know mm-hmm. if you are 50 kilos overweight get cracking man like get working on that if you do if you, you know, haven't bought clothes in five years, get going on that. If you've not been to a bar, um, actually, that's, that's what it could be. Um, it could be understanding that who you are is malleable and being prepared to do something different. Like you'll hear yeah. a lot, or at least I've heard a lot in the past, like, oh, that's not very me. I was like, well, there's a 
there's a fucking reason that you're not getting what you want. It's because you're clinging to this notion of who you are. Um, and you yeah. can change who you are. <laughs> yeah, and you, can, you can change who you are, you know. I'm not saying change who you are at the core, but, I mean, work on yourself and grow. Like, what's that may or may not be Einstein quote? Once in a, once a mind is stretched to a new idea, it can never take its original form or something like that. Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's like changing who you are at the core because no one wants to do that. Why, why would you want to do that? But human beings are incredibly malleable and you change well, ideally, you should change. The sad reality is not many people do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, just change based on what you want, you know? Yeah, exactly. If things aren't working for you in your life, then make some changes. I think it's so it's so easy for us to think that and just say, yeah, I got to change, I got to change, but no one actually takes the steps, which is why well, you because, and I are in business. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think a lot of change, like, I think, you can change, but I think real change is when you don't have a choice. Real change is when you're thrown. Yeah. This is why so many guys change after breakups. That's why so many guys mm. will contact me or you after a breakup because they don't have a choice. They're thrown. Why do you think I'm in fucking Mexico? Because I was trying to change my circumstances for the last couple of years, but I had it sweet. You know, I was doing what I love. I was making decent money, like living in the best city in the world. Like there was no, mm. there was no like evolutionary push on on me to change so that's why i had to like go randomly one day book a ticket and throw myself into like i've got to make shit work now so i think that real change is when you're uh when you're just backed into a corner and you know like i know the hardest guys to maybe even putting like what you did like put yourself in an awkward uncomfortable situation and force yourself to grow yeah definitely like don't like your girlfriend break up with her it's happening anyway eventually just do it like you don't like your job quit <laughs> i know yeah. I'm, I'm not being a little bit facetious with it but like you've, you've got to burn those fucking boats at some point because that's if you really want to change that's what you got to do and it might you know look you might end up dead in a gutter but you probably won't like shit's probably gonna work out pretty well because i kind of feel that when you take a step fucking universe or whatever woo-woo shit you want to call it is going to you know you take one step it's going to direct you to the next step but um yeah yeah what's your take on that on the woo-woo shit what's your take on like the law of attraction and mindset um i'm I'm big on that woo-woo shit typically i hate however you know i've visualized every day since i was 16 i read the power of your subconscious mind when i was 16 and i was like Mm. oh like i again like I just want some things backed with science. That's all I want. Um, you start talking about chakras and crystals, you're going to fucking lose me. But you start oh, yeah, talking yeah, about like neural pathways or something and how they can be influenced by your thinking. Now I'm on yeah. board because there's enough evidence to support it. And it's just a shame that a lot of all that gets mashed up. Like, you know, I'm a massive, med- I'm a really avid meditator. And I can see mm-hmm. eyes glaze over when I talk about meditation because people think it's some, um, you know, woo woo shit from india yeah. which it was for a long time but now there's a lot of science on it so yeah and there's a lot yeah there's scientific proof like they're writing books on all this shit on so like much. the atoms and the formation of energy and what it does when you know yeah and i think i just did i just did a um i just did a speaking event for about like 30 guys yesterday two days nice. ago and and when I brought this up, you can tell that there were a lot of faces that were like, what are you talking about? You know, I was, I was explaining like the neural pathway connections and how our thoughts form connections that mm. shape our beliefs and our values and our habits and who we are as people. Sure. 
Yeah. And it was just very much like, you know, well, I just want the woman. Like, I just want, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you have to understand what takes getting that woman is you bettering yourself and changing your mindset and changing, changing thought that, oh, like so many guys just assume, oh, I'll never have her. And I suck at dating and I always fail and I'm always rejected. If you hmm. keep believing that over and over, those are the connections like that relay in your brain and just keep playing over and over again. Whereas yeah, if you change them, you can have a different result, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like a lot of people don't want to, you don't just, you know, it's funny. I, I was, uh, I'm actually a really big fan of subliminals and, uh, and self-hypnosis mm. and all that sort of thing. And uh, yeah. I'm always browsing new ones on, on YouTube and just, you know, that's generally how I start my day. I'll wake up, I'll have a coffee. If my mind's going kind of cray cray, I'll chuck on some, uh, like some focused minority. <laughs> cray, cray. Yeah. I love how you always say that. <laughs> cray, cray, it's okay. Cray, well, it is, yeah. Um, and then, Sorry. you know, and I re- whether it's, you know, whether it's placebo effect or not, I find it really helps. And I, was, I saw one just this morning, actually. I can't remember what the topic was, but some girl wrote underneath, I listened to this and I still had the habit. And the guy that published the video was like, yeah, you have to listen to it more than once, you dumb shit. Like, oh my God, you can't like, it takes a long time. If it was a one work wonder, I think everyone would be watching it. Yeah. It'd be the secret. would be out. Yeah. That's the thing. It's the consistency. It's like, you know, like obviously no one wants to, I mean, in the beginning anyway, doesn't want to sit there and meditate and try to clear their head completely. Cause it's hard. It's fucking hard to do. Dude, I've meditated for seven years and every goddamn morning I don't want to do it. I fucking hate it, but I have to do it. <laughs> same like this morning I was getting so frustrated because I just couldn't clear my mind and I was like body shut up like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. so I like trying to really just you know in the nicest way most of yeah, yeah. Way. but oh, it's very much course. like you know you see the benefits when you clear your head it's like your mind it's like a new brain pops up and you have new ideas and like oh I have know, to meditate with shape a, who you are yeah I have to keep a notepad near me because I just I won't even be thinking about stuff. And when I'm meditating, like some thought will pop into my head and it'll often be a resolution to something that I've been debating for so long, you know? So yeah, something happens. Yeah. And I just did, um, what are your thoughts around that? Like I just did a post on, on kind of like turning off in order to, to turn back to kind of like reboot your brain in a way and mm. give yourself more mental clarity by shutting off and turning away from technology and, and things that you may be like obsessed about. Like, what do you do? Do you do anything besides meditation to kind of clear your head and allow space for creativity? Um, I do every morning. I do 20 minutes meditation. I do 10 minutes of what I call mind work. It's just really thinking of what I want, you know, just ideas yeah. and what I want to unfold. And like sometimes speaking aloud, like often I'll have to get away from people that I'm with or whatever, just to go so I can talk to myself. Otherwise I just look like a crazy person. Um, but yeah. I don't really do, I mean, I, I do physical things. I do a lot of sprints because I find them helpful. I do a lot of intermittent mm. fasting because I find like that really helps. Um, I obviously, you know, have been quite a big proponent of psychedelics in the past, but you know, that's going to divide the mm-hmm. crowd on, on that. So I think it's just whatever <laughs> works for you. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. The exercise definitely helps as well. Oh, it's enormous. It's enormous. Like if I don't, I become a bit, if I don't meditate or exercise, I become a total bitch in like three days. Mm. Bitch or dick or both? Both. Depends. Depends who <laughs> I'm dealing with. <laughs> you really can depend who I'm dealing with. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, um, I think it's important for like all guys to realize like the importance of, meditating and like setting visions for themselves and not 
you know, not seeing it as woo-woo. And, like, I hate that people see it that way because there is so so much scientific evidence, like, proof to back it up, like you said. Yeah. And, like, you're the last thing from a feminine man. (laughs) You're, like, like a pretty masculine guy, like, from the moment I started talking to you. And it's just, like... Would you can well? Would you consider yourself that? Oh no, no, I just uh, I was <laughs> like, like, was okay. that a good thing? Was it a bad thing? I don't know if I've been complimented. Or no, it's insulted. A... Was that? No, no. I mean, in my it's a compliment in my eyes. I okay. think you're very masculine, and I don't think you portray that as being you know because I think a lot of like guys who are masculine or want to be more in their masculine are afraid to do the visuals and do the meditation because they feel like it's too feminine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. So like it's it's kind of like trying to make that more um you know more more manly and more just real and more everyone does this like even the most most masculine men do this and it works and it helps you clear your head and it helps you get the women you want and it helps you have a clearer picture of what you want for your life and for yourself yeah i like that i guess that's what i kind of have been trying to put out there without realizing that's what i was trying to put out there just just like that's why i'm very open you know you follow me on social media and shit most of my shit is just dumb stupid (laughs) shit because it's like i don't i don't want to project myself as this kind of like self-help it's just like look i'm a fucking nutcase but i live a good life i do what i want you know i have my issues Mm -hmm. however I, i i'm very open about them and i work through them and like I'm very disciplined in trying to get myself to where I want to be. And I, I do see a lot of that in the personal development sort of industry, I guess. Everyone kind of feels they have to put on this face of like, why will my clients trust me if they know that I'm hurting inside? And I was like, because people... <laughs> we're all hurting inside. Everyone, yeah. Fucking, we're all fucked up. Yeah. We're all in the fucking gutter looking at the stars. Like, everyone has issues. <laughs> like, it's, so if you hide that, no one's going to connect with you. Yeah, that's so true. Well, even when I was being like silly and weird on my Instagram, I wouldn't do it on my professional Instagram account. And um, and I was like, this is weird. And I was so serious on that. I don't know if you remember, like when I first started it, I was super serious on my, yeah, sure. on my business account. <laughs> and I think I was talking to you and I was like, Chris, I don't feel like myself. And you're like, because you're not yourself. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. And like the second I opened up and like started being weird and just showing my side, I got more clients and like more money and like more trust. And it was just 100%. like, whoa, that's 100%. kind of crazy. Yeah, you know, and people are afraid of that. It's so, it's so nuts. Mm. Yeah, it's right. a weird it's a weird little industry that we're in you know it is yeah because it's always it's all about bettering you and becoming you know the greatest version and then you know it's like well am i not supposed to show my my side yeah, <laughs> and you're just yeah a liar. Exactly. everyone wants to go to liar, heaven no you know? one wants to die it's just like yeah 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 exactly um one more thing i want to cover with you rejection how do you how do you handle rejection like what are your thoughts when you get rejected well when you did get rejected or still alcohol. do by your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, not alcohol. <laughs> um, what else? I got nowhere to be. I could keep going all day. Um, I, um, how did I deal with rejection? Um, I don't, I like to think I'm in a position now where it doesn't really phase me that much at all. Like, when I was yeah, but is that because more... you have a girlfriend? No, no, it's it's more, it's much more that like, even my girlfriend said to me last night, like, I liked you because she said you were like moody and unattainable, and I was like, no, bitch, I was coaching, I was watching a fucking client, but I had to ignore you, and she was kind of like, wow, this 
this guy's so unattainable. It's like I was working. Um, <laughs> but it, like I, back in the day, um, I think because of kind of how I grew up, like, you know, I was kind of quite kind of, I don't know. It depends who you are. Some people say I was very quiet. Other people say I wasn't. Um, but from my memory, memory, I never really liked being super so, especially my teens. My, I didn't like being social at all in my teens. So I think for me, I set my bar so low that rejection was almost impossible. So like if I was in a bar, for instance, when I was trying to, to do this stuff, if I would just say to a girl, how's your night going? And she'd say good. And that would be the end of the conversation. Or even if she wouldn't say anything at all, I'd be so happy that I did that that the rejection mm. wouldn't really even hit me, I guess. Um, Ooh, I like that. I, I guess because I was coming from such a kind of, quote, low place that I was so happy with anything. And I know absolutely the hardest guys to coach are the guys who are, <laughs> this is a lot of people are not going to believe this, but it's true. Hardest guys to coach are the guys who are already pretty cool. And they're hard to coach because they've mm. lived their lives being a certain degree of cool and now that's in jeopardy if you're already you know six foot and pretty attractive and you've been cool and popular in high school your whole life and you approach a girl on the street she looks at you like a psycho all mm -hmm. all your history gets put into question whereas a guy who's kind of been a lovable loser and just come out of a breakup ain't got much going for him mm -hmm. and he approaches a girl on the street that's awesome like most of the time they're so happy with that regardless of how it goes um so i guess it's yeah. ego shit i don't know that's interesting. I like that though. Like that's, you can kind of celebrate that step as a means of like, maybe go into it thinking all I have to do is approach her and I did my job. Exactly. Yeah. And right? the reason that worked for me was because I knew it was going to be a long process. I knew I was going to have to put mm. years into this. Um, so if I, yeah. you know, if, if after three months of being in a bar, I finally said hi to a girl and asked for her phone number, <clears throat> massive step you know, massive step. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I still had a couple of years to go. So there was no rush. Um, like it yeah. you know, goes back to what I said before, guys just want to rush it. They go out, you know, yeah. they want to change gonna... in like one month. They think they're going to change in one month. One get month. All the women. <laughs> Motherfuckers want to change in three hours. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Like, yeah. They think I if it goes it, wrong. Like, with... I, I totally get it. I'm so impatient. I totally get it. Um, you know, I, if I can't do something, I get frustrated and I want to know it and rah, rah, rah. The difference between me and a lot of other people, though, is I won't give up despite how frustrated I get. And it just, it's kind of sad. A lot of people just like, if they don't get it in that week, they're out, you know, whether it be with a business, whether it be with girls or health or, you know, anything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's so true. But I love that. Those are really good tips. Like go into it go into it with just the intention of, of saying hello. And like, if you did that, you won already. And then 100%. whatever on top of that is just, is just icing on the cake. Yeah. And Anything then, and then understand it will take. Yeah. 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 It's all up to her at that point. That's, you can't do anymore. Yeah. All you've That's done is present yourself. That's most of dating, to be honest. Most of dating yeah, is it just really presenting is. yourself and like, I'm here. I like you. Do you like me? That's mm -hmm. it. It's just having the balls to do that. Like, if not, fine, I'll move along. <laughs> Um, yeah. if so let's see what happens. That's people want to complicate this shit so much. Like yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to walk in from this diagonal. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so she'll see my right arm, my right so bicep, see my which is bigger. Left arm. Cause that has my Rolex. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. And understanding that it'll take a long time and just being okay with the fact that you have to be patient and it will take 
it will take years. Just think it'll take years and you'll be happy with your results a lot more. Than- yeah, almost like think that it's going to take years and if it takes less, awesome. You know, I've definitely yeah. coached clients who have like, I've coached clients who have ended up dating literally the first girl they, they approached in my workshop. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not the most common thing, but it does happen. Um, so if you sort of say to yourself, look, this is going to take a year or two, but it's a year or two out of my 80 years on the planet. Cool. It's a worthy investment. Um, yeah. And then if you end up dating a girl, like I've had guys before getting to week, you know, three, four of my workshop and go, you know what, dude, you can keep these last two weeks. This is the girl for me. I'm done. And that's awesome. You know, so yeah. does happen. But for most guys, it's going to take a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. It depends yeah. like who's, who's where you're looking and if that person's good for you and we're not meant for every single woman or man. So it's just about, I don't know. Yeah. Just keep it up and it's just, just what you've got to resolve in yourself as well like, I think sometimes not getting what you want is one of the best things that could ever happen to you know like yeah what would have happened to me back in 2005 or 6 if I just met a girl really liked her stopped all of this where would I be what would I be doing sure shit wouldn't be this life you know so yeah sometimes you just but you only know that in retrospect of course like I tell my clients that all the time and they're just like fuck you it's just it's mm-hmm. hard to believe that thinking forward um yeah only in retrospect can you go oh i'm so glad that didn't work out it's yeah just, uh, right and once that happens, happens yeah like once that happens a few times then you start to kind of develop like someone said to me the other day like are you scared you just fucking sold all your shit and off you went to mexico like you don't even really have a plan and i was like a little bit however like once you've seen a number of times that things just work out like Think of all the times mm-hmm. in the past that I've shit myself and then things have worked out. Like that mm-hmm. can only happen so many times before you start just kind of going, look, I've been here before. <laughs> I've felt this before. <laughs> and you kind of start to develop a little bit of faith in it. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's like me too. Like whatever happens, I know I'll be okay because it's just shit happened so many times where things shouldn't have gone wrong, but I flipped it. I made it okay. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. it's just trusting yourself you know yeah trusting yourself and like what's the worst that's gonna happen you die probably not that bad you don't know what happens after yeah. death it's probably not that bad could be even better than this you don't know so it's, it's not <laughs> Let's really not go there yet <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, it could be <laughs> yeah, okay so i'm gonna is, was there something else you're gonna say no 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 you're good i was just drinking okay um <laughs> drinking your water water yeah. yes clarify <laughs> Okay, so now I, the last question I want, I want to, I know I said rejection is the last question, but this one is, what do you love about women? Ooh, um, what do I love about women? See, if you said a specific, a much easier question. Um, but what I love about women is that they force, When you think women, like, what do you, what do you love? Uh, I, I like, what I like most about women is that they can be unrelenting on men who aren't worthy of them. And that sounds a bit catty, but I think that's amazing because it's going to make you fucking grow. Um, You know, like, I just don't think women biologically really want to date a guy who, you know, is not bringing much to the table. So, like, your only option if you want to join the party is to work on yourself, is to do, improve yourself in some way. And I don't think that's improving so that you you get women. I think it's just improving how you want to improve because I think women are always liking you as much as you like yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
And that's why okay. a lot of the whole like bad boy, women don't like bad boys. It's just more that like the bad boy doesn't give a shit. He's just living his life. He's like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, you want to come along? It's like, or if she kind of says something rude, he'll be like, fuck you. You know, like, that's so true. Yeah. He's, yeah. Not he's just living bad. for him. He's just living for him, you know, and she's come along for the ride and like where it ends. It, you know, where, like wherever it ends up, sorry, that's where, that's where it ends up. There's no, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even know if I yeah. answered that question. <laughs> you did. No, that's cool. I like that answer a lot. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to end with what I love about you. Oh. So, because, because <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> because this podcast is what I love about men. Okay. Um, I just want to say how much, how much, like, how much you mean to me in terms of how I met you and you are one of those guys you're one of the guys in my story I talk about of when I met a couple men who just gave me faith in in the male species and and there were about like five of you and you were one of them and it was just you know you were living in Australia I was in U.S. and and it was just kind of like why is this guy like talking to me like I looked I remember in a Starbucks like I found you on YouTube and I was just like wow he knows his shit and I reached out to you and right away, you were just, like, so helpful and so, like, wanted nothing in return. And it was just helping me out for months and months up until now. And that was, you know, a year ago, over, almost, like, over a year ago now. Damn. So it was just, yeah, it was just, our conversations are just filled with laughs. And, like, you're always making me laugh and always giving me insight. Whenever I have a question, you're always there to answer or be there for guidance. So, oh, thank you. So, yeah, that's what I love about you, Chris. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing any of that. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. but all right so we're gonna end this here uh this is what i love about men and chris thanks for being on the show my pleasure anytime okay bye bye (laughs) the podcast you just heard was published with anchor got something you want to say to the creator of this show send them a voice message using the anchor app free for ios and android